welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Jessica. And I'm Lindsay. And welcome to Adam's Rib. Episode 118. <laughs> That's so bad. Listen, we just had this whole conversation and I'm going to put it on this on the episode because I just really want y'all to know, like, as a woman, I do not do well with numbers. And I what think me as a woman, wait a minute, memorize. No, women, we just, no, did we not just no, talk about no, this? No, no, no. We said women, we, we have no, enough to remember. We said women have a lot more other things to remember outside of okay who introduces which episode that don't mean we're not good with numbers jessica i ain't saying numbers like money i ain't saying like numbers like money i mean if anything that's probably the best number we're good at (laughs) but try to remember an episode number i'm not good at that i'm not my memory does not serve me well enough to do these things and then like we be you know y'all probably didn't figure it out by now at least the veteran listeners y'all probably noticed that we alternate intros and the who who comes on first right and so like we have this whole little like even eye situation let me tell you something we've been doing this all what two years almost two years yeah. over two years i don't know but look i can't even hardly remember that like but it takes the producer to tell us every session because i can't remember you got lotion in your bag? Yes, girl. <laughs> See how we do? <laughs> this is women. Anyway, this is women. She gonna get the lotion. But okay, look. As I'm getting lotion, <laughs> here's what's here's what the episode's about. And I really, I'm actually like all jokes aside, I'm really excited about this episode because y'all about to help me because it's we're talking about healing and I'm right in the middle of it. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's not just about a breakup. It's not. It's just like life has this funny little way of smacking you in the face when you just ain't ready. And it has a way of kind of, it could do damage. Mm -hmm. It could do damage. And like, I'm currently a damaged person right now. Like my spirit feels a little damaged. I've been, I've been going through this whole little journey with healing and, and getting my life back on track and back together again. And, uh, it's hard. Like, I think one thing that I can say about healing is that it is not for the weak. It is not for anybody that don't have patience. <laughs> um, and it's, it's just not for it's just not for everybody. Like, so I, I see how people never heal. Mm-hmm. I can see how that happens. I can see how people never get what they get that fix that they need. Um, but I had told myself that no matter how painful this gets, no matter how hard this gets, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to heal the way that I was supposed to probably years ago. Um, and so that's what this episode is about healing those wounds. Like, um, how do we do it? How do you heal? Like, how? what are some things that you know you got to go through that a lot of people don't tell you about when you are going through that season of healing? One thing that nobody ever really told me about is that healing hurts. Yeah. Like, people don't tell you about that part. <laughs> Everybody want to make it seem like, oh, I'm healed. Mm-hmm. Yay. No. <laughs> we can maybe celebrate after the fact. But while it's going on, there's nothing pretty about it. And so... um, 
anybody that is going through this, like my prayers that this episode really is a blessing to you. Like I know it's getting ready to bless me because again, like this is just something that I need. Maybe this is a part of the healing process process, for me, (laughs) (laughs) like being able to be on this episode and just kind of talk through it. Like I probably won't be giving you no advice. I'll just be sharing and hopefully Lindsay got got some steps for us. I know she does. <laughs> I know you got some. <laughs> well, first I want to say you got steps. I I don't. I might. <laughs> I do. I do have script. Anyway, <laughs> I just I I want this episode to be an episode of vulnerability because if mm-hmm. you're truly honest with yourself, you're gonna find that many of us, myself included. We've collected several wounds, you know, mm-hmm. in our lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these wounds, they're usually invisible to the naked eye. So I think that's mm-hmm. why no one really chooses to do anything about it because no one is telling them, you, you know, you look broken because yep. these are wounds that no one can see. And big or small, these wounds by other people, they've left their mark and may have even left you lame, both emotionally, mentally, and maybe even physically. And really, I think it's one of the hardest things to deal with in life is dealing with the aftermath that these wounds have inflicted on you by by another person. And so it can be wounds from childhood, church hurt, an abusive boyfriend, an unloving parent. The list could go on, right? Mm-hmm. And so either way, we've all had wounds that needed healing. And it can be really hard. It's a hard thing to get past, you know, mm-hmm. when, when it's, it's really hard to get past when when love was not patient or kind, when love dishonored you, when it was easily angered, when it kept a long list of wrongs and when it rejoiced in lies instead of in truth, if it left you distrusting and doubting that it really truly does exist. And so if you're not careful, your perspectives and your vision will become clouded by all that pain and it's going to leave you unable to see things clearly. And Mm -hmm. so you'll begin to see everyone as an enemy versus, you know, as, as a loving person, you're going to see them as an enemy with an ulterior motive, you know, that's out to harm you with all these false perceptions that they're being fed to you. And so to be able to change your perception, you got to learn to deal with the pain that you're left with. Because it's, it's like if you're in a war, when the enemy cuts you, he doesn't go back to check on you or apologize for cutting you. Mm-hmm. No, you're left to deal with these wounds, both seen and unseen on your own with no closure from that person who caused it. Mm. So, Deal with the wounds, you know, just to put it bluntly, you know, don't let them fester because a festering wound causes an infection and that infection can then spread to other areas. Mm. And so you'll know that you have festering wounds by looking at your spiritual fruits. Is it bitter? Is it anger? Is it fear? Is it unforgiveness, shame, guilt, depression, insecurity, all of that, right? Because according to Galatians 5.22, um, 22 to 23, I believe, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So does that list of spiritual fruit match what is going on in your life right now? So I don't technically have a list, but I read that (laughs) one out of 10 people suffer from depression and suicide, and it's the 10th leading cause of death in this country. So I'm not saying that all depression is caused by sins being committed against some by you, you know, or sins committed against you by someone else. But I bet that there's a large percentage where that is the case because those open wounds needs complete and whole healing. Mm. So there was a couple things that I really like um, earlier when you said uh, about the wounds, like seen and unseen. I think um, one of the one of the best ways that we kind of cover up stuff, one of the best band-aids I say is your smile. 
I could walk around here all day long, smile it all in your face. That is one thing that I am good at. I will smile and I will smile. I think we all kind of can be good at wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. We mask a lot of stuff, and whether it's, whether your smile is your mask or your makeup is your mask or whatever the case may be. Maybe you wake up every morning and beat down your face just so the world does not know that behind all that layer of makeup is a broken person. It's a person that is going through so much pain that hurts so bad. Or you throw on your five-inch heels and you grab your briefcase on your way out to your six-figure salary job. Anymore? I don't know. <laughs> they do be have they got them cute little leather bags though like them cute is ones. that like a briefcase though I don't it's know. it's a leather bag i'm just saying for the sake of this conversation we'll go call oh, it a briefcase okay. <laughs> like, what are we like, 1950s no i'm talking about them little ugly boxy ones oh. nobody, nobody carries those anymore i'll call them a laptop bag <laughs> a carrier bag but you know what i'm saying you throw your heels on you grab your nice little bag you hop in your ride you pull out to your to your high figure salary job and but in the inside, you're dying every day. Like, we're good at hiding it. We're good at masking it. But we never, because we don't want, it's almost like, it's like Lindsay said, you're so afraid of somebody knowing and seeing it that, because when you get hurt, like hurt, hurt, you think everybody's going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Like, you really do. You don't trust anybody after that. Like, that is my current life. That is my current situation. You I don't, don't trust, trust me. I trust you. Oh, okay. So, so. But outside of Lindsay, <laughs> I don't trust nobody. <laughs> I don't trust nobody. Like, I am, oh my gosh. Like, I had somebody literally try to, like, preach to me about the fact that I struggle so much with trust issues. Mm-hmm. And naturally, I'm like, if you don't know what I've been through, you blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but, but that's the, that's, that's real though. Like. We try to, we cover up so well, but I like that she, that Lindsay said, this is an episode about vulnerability because we, when do we stop covering? Mm-hmm. Like, when do we just give up covering up? Because to me, that takes more energy than it does just to finally be like, you know what? I give up. Yeah. Here's what it is. Here's the wounds. It does take a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. <laughs> it do does. And just let it go. As I was reading scripture and praying about this topic and my own wounds, it got me thinking for whatever reason, God led me to like squatters. And mm. so I was reading a while ago online where squatters were staying at a bed and breakfast. I think I was reading this like Huffington Post or I don't know, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. And they said that, well, the article said that after staying there for 30 days, they had refused to leave. And apparently that underneath that certain state's law, the squatters now had renter's protection due to being on the property for longer than 30 days. Oh. So although they didn't own that property and refused to pay to stay, they were considered a tenant after 30 days, and the owners of the properties would have to take legal action to give them a formal eviction. What in the world? And so my point is that a squatter is an unwanted guest, right? And it won't. It, it's, it's someone who won't leave. It's someone who continues to stay past their expiration date of that lease. So many of us, and like I said, God led me to this, many of us have emotional squatters, right, in our lives yeah. that are taking up room in our heads. They're taking up room in our lives and in our hearts. And so I would define an emotional squatter as someone who drains your energy, someone who um, leaves you in emotional fatigue, someone who takes up unnecessary and precious room in your mind, people from the past that you need to let go of, part-time people in your life, 
those around you that are drawn to drama, mm. gossipers, dysfunctional people, and people who will take advantage of you and your kindness and openness. So knowing all of this, are there people in your life and mind that you need to walk away from that are inflicting these wounds on you? Because there are people that you can love from a distance, but you can't allow them in your life or in your mind, you know, you can, you can forgive those who have obviously become emotional squatters and yet you, you can still not have them in your life is my mm-hmm. point. And just because you're saved doesn't mean that you should be a doormat. So if you have some squatters in your life, then it's time to start the eviction process. Yeah. And if it is, if it does come down, down to forgiveness, you know, it, it's always the first step in any situation, right? You know, it lays, it lays that smooth, fertile ground for healing. In Matthew um, verse 5, chapter 44, it says that you have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. And then in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 through 32, it says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. So I guess my point is you can forgive all these people when you want, but you don't have to have them squatting. Right. <laughs> they don't have to. Re- no. They don't have to become like re- residents. Mm-hmm. So I lied, I do have a list. So then there's forgiveness. <laughs> I told then you. you have to also allow yourself to heal. Just like any actual eviction process, you have to allow time to fully resolve the situation. And the same is said for healing. So don't expect healing overnight. And Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes <laughs> chapter 3, verse 3, it says, A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. Time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. Mm-hmm. Next step. Do you have anything? I'm sorry. I actually did have steps. Okay. I knew you did. Okay. I knew it. (laughs) You cannot heal on your own. No. If you think about a real eviction process, you have to attain a higher source, right? Like a lawyer, so that you can enforce the law and actually get the squatter evicted. So you cannot on your own evict someone from your home. In the same way, a personal and emotional eviction process must be given to God because if you attempt to do things under your own control and how you want them done, you'll most likely end up doing more harm to yourself and others instead of good to yourself. Mm -hmm. And so the last thing that you want is to add more pain to this pile of, of this extension of this emotional squatting that you have going on. Mm. And again, I have a verse to back that up. Zechariah chapter four, verse six. So he said to me, this is the world. This is the word of the Lord to Zerubla, <laughs> not by <laughs> not by might nor by power, but my spirit says the Lord Almighty. So obviously that verse is saying not by your might, but by my Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And the next is to let go. Many of us have emotional squatters taking up space in our minds, like I said, and you know they're 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 no longer need to be in our life. This could be exes, friends, even family members. So oftentimes. These are people who don't even think about us, and yet you, we are allowing them to take up precious space in our minds. Isaiah 43, verse 18 through 19 says, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Mm. I really like that scripture. It's one of my faves. <laughs> um, I, I want to go back to the previous step okay the you can't heal by yourself yes can't do it on your own can't do it on your own you can't you can't like you really can't like i and it it actually kind of goes along with the one uh where she was talking about 
getting rid of that, evicting these squatters. Like, I really like that, that analogy. Um, because, but see, now, <laughs> something about these squatters. <laughs> we sometimes are the ones that lead, let, like, we make the space available, mm-hmm. too. Like, you can't, okay, I just, I can just use a boyfriend because I just recently went through a breakup. So, in the first, like, month of our breakup, as much as I wanted to, Lindsay said something earlier, like, when somebody stabs you, they're not going to stab you, stay with you, and hope you're okay. They're going to stab you. They're going to dip. Right. And Lindsay said it. You're on your own now to heal this wound, to, to, to care for this wound, to make sure that it's okay. So break up with, well, I didn't, but go through this breakup. The first month, you couldn't tell me that I was not getting rid of this man that I was not letting go. You mm-hmm. couldn't tell me I wasn't, mm-hmm. but in all actuality, I really right. wasn't mm-hmm. because I was still finding reasons to text his phone. I was still, I had him blocked on all social media, but I still had that phone number active. Mm-hmm. And so I still was finding reasons to, I still had some of his stuff in my house. So I'd be like, I bet you don't want this Jersey though. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Getting a little ratchet with it. I can't lie. You know, I ain't never going to lie to y'all. So like, but I was making the space available for him mm-hmm. to still be here. As much as I wanted him gone, or at least I said I wanted him gone, but I was making it, I was making the space available. Yeah. And so then it came to a point where I realized, ew, but this still hurts. Like I'm still mm-hmm. hurting. Like I've maybe I'm even bleeding. hurt more. Yeah. Like I'm bleeding out here. But why? Because the person that inflicted the wound, he's still sitting there twisting a knife. But right. at this time, at this point, I'm letting him. Yeah. I was letting them do that. And so what did I have to do? I had to block the phone number now Mm -hmm. because why you can't leave that space available. Like if you're ready, if you're ready to let go, you got to let it go. And letting go means going to the extreme sometimes Mm -hmm. doing something that you typically wouldn't do doing something that maybe the next man would be like, what you did that? (laughs) Like everybody was surprised Mm -hmm. to know that I blocked this in the phone number because I don't Mm -hmm. block any ex's phone numbers. Mm -hmm. I'm still cool with most of them. (laughs) Like he probably one of the only ones I'm not, but it was something that was necessary. It was something I had to do because I made that space available for him to sit there. Yeah. And so now like, now that the healing really has begun, that's when I realized I cannot do this by myself. When I was trying to do it by myself, I was driving myself crazy. Mm-hmm. And when I say by myself, I literally mean by myself. I wasn't praying. I wasn't talking to God. I wasn't talking to my friends. Now, when you go to friends, you'd be selective about that too, though, because you don't want the friend on the other line that's talking about, nah, forget him. He ain't nothing. I'm going to burn go that jersey. Right. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go on his Facebook page and see what he's talking about. And then I'm going to screenshot you whatever he's talking about just in case he's talking about you. No, no, no. We don't need those kind. Yeah. We don't need those type. We need the type that's going to sit down and be like, let's pray. Mm-hmm. When you're going through those moments or of weakness. the type to or, check you, like, have yeah, you prayed? Why right. are you calling me? Did Why you pray you, about right. this? <laughs> exactly. Like, find that accountability partner that will, but that will treat you with the, with the, um, with the care that you need. You know what I mean? Like, don't, I don't know. Maybe you don't want that, like, harsh, brutally, like, blunt friend so right don't now. Don't call me. 
Right. I'm going to be honest right. with you. Don't call her. <laughs> and Jessica knows. But then, now listen. Jessica now, call you... me. I'm, I'm like, Jessica, you know. I right. know if you call. I feel like if you call me, then you know you wanted me to be I honest. was going to say, now, listen. <laughs> now, you know you got that friend. Like, I know I got a Lindsay. Like, if you got a Lindsay, call them when you're ready. <laughs> like, at any time I call Lindsay, if I call Lindsay, it's because I'm ready for her. Like... <laughs> You got to be prepared for it. But in my defense, Jessica, I do ask. I'm like, so did you call for me to listen? Yes, that's what I appreciate <laughs> I about do, it. I ask that she every does, she time. Does. She does. She does. She, she ain't going to just like throw it no, at you. No, like, I'm like, or did you want she, me to actually reflect on this right. with you? Now, now, no, but listen, as soon as you say go, she, <laughs> she gone. It's coming from a place of love. It is all from the heart. That's why I still got a Lindsay. Like, <laughs> because too many people can't talk to me like her and get away with it. It's not harsh though it can be but it's not a bad harsh it's not a bad harsh it's not a bad harsh it's a harsh that i can take Mm -hmm. but everybody can't take that Mm -hmm. i'm telling you though she does i feel like it's not harsh like i'm not calling you like well you were stupid you idiot like i'm not doing that no but that's how you know it's from love though Mm because she ain't making you feel like you like she's not making you feel tiny and she's not making you feel stupid but she is bringing some truth to you that maybe you're not brave enough to face by yourself Mm -hmm. and so i can appreciate a friend like Lindsay because a she is gonna pray with me that's one thing for sure like before she feeds me truth, she's going to pray with me. And that is actually what helps heal the wound. When you mm-hmm. have somebody that will pray and give you truth and then will hold your hand while you're facing that truth, that's how he, that's how you heal. Mm-hmm. You heal with the combination of things. Healing is not like a one-step program. Like it's not, it doesn't come with a manual. There are no easy ways to do this. But that combination of prayer truth mm-hmm. and and a legit support system you can heal you and can everyone's process is different yes jessica's healing process may not be the same as my healing process exactly i have a few more things and i want to wrap this up all right go i have it. a few more steps go go in <laughs> okay you can't ignore the wounds you, you mm. can't you can't do that or distract yourself to avoid dealing with these emotions that resulted from the wounds because mm-hmm. distractions are short-term fixes and they're not long-term fixes so eventually you're gonna have to face the facts that this hurts <laughs> yep. and that these wounds and these sins that were committed against you. And the longer you wait, the harder that's going to be kind of like Jessica said about, you know, still dealing with the boyfriend, like that whole process. She, she, who knows? She could have just been a month better by now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Excuse me. And the next that, especially if, if there was someone that actually sinned against you or inflicted something upon you, you have to know that it's not your fault. And when sins, especially, you know, like horrific things are committed against you, rape, whatever the case may be, it's easy to blame yourself, right? And and feel ashamed and somehow convince yourself that you were responsible for those offenses committed against you. But it's important to get very clear with yourself that you were not responsible for those sins against you. Mm -hmm. And that's why getting before God and staying in his word and seeking out prayer for your healing is absolutely necessary to fully recover from the pain inflicted on you. Because by seeking God out, he's going to be able to clarify that it was never your fault. And you got to release that from the guilt and and from the shame. you got to release yourself from that. Mm-hmm. And then um, next is to use your wounds to propel you forward instead of allowing them to keep you stuck. 
So our past pain can be used as a roadmap, right, to help so many others that you may come into contact with going through a similar painful situation and to see that victory is possible. That's why I really appreciate Jessica's vulnerability about a lot of things. I'm still working on that. But anyway, because <laughs> if you dwell on anything too long on the pain and, and reliving the hurts, you become slaves to that pain. Mm-hmm. So you create a personal prison inside that prison and you're able you're unable to see your way out. Yeah. And so you'll become victims instead of victors. And God can turn you from being a victim to a victor in any situation, right? So, but you got to be pursuing him wholeheartedly. You can't do this like half step. And so when you do, you can rest assured that he will turn your hurt from detrimental to beneficial and for his mm. glory. I got one more scripture and I'm finished, I swear. <laughs> and then I want to pray for people because I feel like this is uh, yeah. going to be a powerful episode for everyone. So Jeremiah 29 verses 12 through 14 and says, Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places where I have driven you, declares the Lord. And I will bring you back to the place from which I sent you into exile. Mm. So I want to pray unless you have something else. No. Okay. Let's do it. So I pray for every person listening to this right now. I pray that you will no longer allow any emotional squatters to stay in their minds, lives, and hearts, and of those who love you. Father, I pray that you also would expose those emotional squatters to your children so that they can be free of them. I ask for your power, love, and glory to be shown in all of our lives and situations. I pray peace, protection, and a binding and healing of all of our wounds so that we may serve you continuously wholeheartedly. Father, I pray for water and all the dry places in our lives. Mm-hmm. We know that no weapon formed against us can prosper in the name of Jesus. Praise your name on the mountaintops. We, conti- we continue to thank and give you praise for all you have done and are doing and will do in each of our lives. I pray all of this in Jesus' most holy and precious name. Jesus. Amen. 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 I hope you all enjoyed this. Thank you all so much. Give us some feedback. Tune in next week. Love you. Peace out. Peace.